Great news, everyone. Jesus is alive and well. This is Glenn Raglan Educational and Transformational Ministries. Great Ministries. Welcome to this week's podcast. Let's pray. Father, we love you. We glorify you. And we magnify your great name. We continue to thank you for the faithful listeners of this podcast. And we lift up the new listeners to you. We pray for the high school and college graduates as they prepare for the next chapter in their lives. We pray the blood of Jesus over Parkinson's disease. We pray that your word will go forth. It will not return to you empty. It will accomplish what you sent it to do in the name of the last Adam, Jesus Christ, amen. My friends, God has a design for your life. That design is based on the gifts he has given to you to be used for kingdom building. So this week we start a new series and we'll look at the spiritual gifts and how you have been blessed with some of the gifts. I say some of the gifts because no one is blessed with all of the gifts. Yet, most have been given multiple spiritual gifts. Many Christians have a main spiritual gift and complementary gifts that support the main gift. The spiritual gifts that we will be examining are found in three scripture passages. Romans 12th chapter verses 4 through 8, 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verses 1 through 30, and Ephesians chapter 4 verses 11 and 12. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1 sums up my desire to teach this series. It says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. The first gift I want to study is the gift of administration. This gift is the special ability to manage the affairs of the church and its respective ministries. With this gift, the Holy Spirit enables certain Christians to organize, direct, and implement plans to lead others by being goal or task-oriented. Those gifted with administration provide guidance and direction for the church. My friends, I was able to use this gift to help build a new church edifice. Throughout the building process, obstacles were placed in my way to distract me from the mission the church had authorized me to do, and that was to get a new church building built under budget. This gift is found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 28. The gift of apostleship is sometimes confused with the office of the apostle. The office of the apostle was held by 12 men chosen by Jesus and included Paul. The list of the 12 is found in Mark chapter 3, verses 13 through 19. It says, And he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted. And they came to him. Then he appointed twelve that they might be with him, and that he might send them out to preach and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. Simon, to whom he gave the name Peter, James the son of Zebedee, and John the brother of James, to whom he gave the name Bonerges, that is, sons of thunder, Andrew, Philip, Bartholomew, Matthew, Thomas, James, the son of Alphaeus, 
Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot. Paul introduces himself as an apostle in Romans chapter 1, verse 1, when he states in his greeting, Paul, the bondservant of Jesus Christ, called to be an apostle, separated to the gospel of God. My brothers and sisters, the requirements for the office of apostle included being a faithful eyewitness of Jesus' ministry and his resurrection and being called by Jesus himself. The apostles were given authority by Jesus to do many different things to establish the church. They wrote scripture and performed miracles to show the power and authority that was given to them. There are no more that hold the office of apostle, yet there are some who place the title apostle in front of their names. They do not have the authority to write scripture as the original apostles did, but the gift of apostleship continues in a different sense. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 says, And he himself gave some to be apostles. Folks, those who have the gift of apostleship are indeed special people. They develop leaders. They lead leaders. They plant churches. They minister to ministers. They have multiple gifts of the Spirit, which allow them to do extraordinary work for the kingdom. The gift of discernment is a gift found in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, which says, To another, discerning of spirits. This gift is also known as distinguishing between spirits. The gifted Christian is able to discern, judge, distinguish, or appraise a person, statement, or situation, or environment. My comrades for Christ, in the Old Testament, Israel had false prophets and teachers whose true character had to be discerned. Today, many are being deceived because their statements have not been proved by Scripture. In Kenya, a minister told his followers to starve themselves to death to meet Jesus. They have found 21 bodies so far, including children. Someone in the congregation with the gift of discernment would have put a stop to this false teacher. However, when the congregation is not blessed with a saint that recognizes false teaching, the people suffer. The gift of discernment from the Holy Spirit allows certain Christians to clearly recognize between the influence of God, Satan, the world, and the flesh in a given situation. My friends, the Great Commission commands all of us to evangelize. However, some Christians are given an additional measure of faith with the gift of evangelism. This spiritual gift is found in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, where it says, And he gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists. Folks, a simple term for evangelist is that they are traveling missionaries. They minister outside of the church. The complex term for an evangelist is that they have a unique ability to clearly and effectively communicate the gospel of Jesus Christ to others. Evangelists are gifted with the ability to overcome the normal fear of rejection and go out of their way to share the gospel with non-believers. Since they reach out to more people, they receive a greater response to the message. Billy Graham used a unique style to reach millions of people worldwide through his use of Christian crusades, which filled large stadiums 
and saw thousands give their lives to Christ at the altar call. He also used radio and television to promote the gospel. He was the great American evangelist of the 20th century. Another gift the Holy Spirit imparts is the gift of exhortation. It is also called the gift of encouragement. The Christian with this gift uses it to beseech, exhort, call upon, to encourage, and strengthen. This gift bearer reminds the hearer of the powerful and amazing work of God through Christ, especially in regard to the saving power of Jesus in the atonement. This gift is mentioned in Romans chapter 12, verse 8. The Holy Spirit gives this gift to people for the purpose of strengthening and encouraging those who are wavering in the faith. One of the reasons for starting great ministries was to encourage those who may have left their church to find a good Bible teaching church. While you are looking for your new church, listen to Great Ministries podcast. My gift of exhortation is meant to uplift and motivate you to be more Christ-like as well as to challenge and rebuke you to promote spiritual growth. Part of my job is to see that you continually build up the body of Christ and that you continually glorify God. In Paul's letter to Titus, he tells him in Titus chapter 2 verse 15 to speak these things, exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no one despise you. Paul also encourages Timothy in 2 Timothy 4th chapter, verse 2, to preach the word, be ready in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, exhort with all long-suffering and teaching. My brothers and sisters, God has blessed every Christian with spiritual gifts. These gifts are to be used to build up the members within the church. So what is your gift? Do you use the gifts you have been given? When you become a believer, God will develop the gifts he has placed in you. Will you give your life to Jesus Christ right now so that he can use you? Let's pray. Father, thank you for allowing the Holy Spirit to give us gifts to be used in kingdom building. In the name of the light for the Gentiles, Jesus Christ, amen. Friends, send an email to hello at greatministries.org and type in the words, Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and I give my life to you. That is your profession of faith. And after you do that, I'll contact you with next steps. I continue to encourage you to find a good Bible teaching church. Send your prayer request, your praise reports, and your comments to our email address. Again, that's hello at greatministries.org. Please continue to pray for Great Ministries and share us with your friends, your family, your loved ones, and the unsaved. Stay safe, be blessed, and have a great week.